Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Gio Garcia. Today we're talking fantasy football. And we're talking fantasy football, especially when we're talking about starting and sending them. We got David Gonzalez back on the show. David, how you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. Week four, fantasy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so we're going to get into it. I know you had some solid picks in week three. Uh, let's talk about those uh, So first. And how, how did they go last week? Okay, here we go. I had Fitzpatrick. You know, he did well. The only one that I did, I did, I apologize if you did this too, was Kirk Cousins. You know, I thought the Vikings were going to have a game. That I, he was my sleeper pick, so it wasn't my stardom. Um, the Bills came out of nowhere. The Bills, man, you can't believe that. The Bills won. I know. I, I was the stunned. Yeah, I was. I was stunned. Uh, let's go. Uh, one of the picks I had, the, the Chicago defense did well. Um, I was pretty accurate. All the other teams did um, average. Um, David Johnson didn't do well. Jordan Howard did well. I was pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty accurate in my calls. Besides the Kirk Cousins ones, that one I didn't see coming. I really no worries. That was no. that was weird. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I don't think anybody saw the Kirk Cousins thing. I mean, I mean, it was the Buffalo Bills. But yeah, okay, that was let's, weird. Let's get started on this week for um, who are you? Who's a must start this week? I am must start this week. If you had him last week, I had him on my bench, so so I was kind of sad. But I have Matt Ryan, man. This guy threw for three hundred fifty-four yards, twenty-six to thirty-five for passing, five touchdowns and no picks. Like that is insane numbers right there. He's up against a Bengals defense, you know that allows multiple touchdowns for multiple quarterbacks in each of this uh, season. They allowed three hundred plus yards in two of the three first games of the season. So I found that um, you know Matt Ryan's finding his rhythm. Uh, he started the season real slow. You know, week one, you didn't even know who he was, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. I see him getting his rhythm with his wide receivers. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to talk about the Bengals, too, later. That's, that's like, the, the biggest game I'm talking about, right, in, mm-hmm. in fantasy. But I think week four, he's going to have a good outing regardless of the outcome of the game. But fantasy-wise, he's going to be good. Started, and I like it, yeah. Um, it's gonna be, I mean, he's, he's always pretty, pretty good when it comes to, to fantasy. I mean, he's still got to yeah. everybody. They got the speed. It looks like, it looks like they're finding the rhythm this year. Um, I like it. Yeah. So who is a, who are you sitting this week? I'm sitting, um, Blake Bortles, man. I, I like this guy personally, but just, he showed how inconsistent he could be with last week. He threw for 155 yards. Okay, accuracy one one uh, twenty one on thirty four. No touchdowns, but also no interceptions. So, I mean, they're up against a top five defense, only allowing barely over two hundred yards or two hundred five yards per game, and that's the Jets with five interceptions, eight sacks this season. That's a good defense. Bortles mm-hmm. is going to get pressured. He's going to make mistakes, and he don't really got a, a you know a go to receiver. He had you know loss of Glenn Robinson the uh, second, and then um. Hearns to the Cowboys, you know, like he don't have that one receiver. He, the Jaguars haven't established that one big receiver. So I think he's going to – I think all the receivers are going to get a lot of receptions but not a lot of yards. I think the Jets are going to stop him and the Jets are going to come on top. Yeah, and this, seems, <clears throat> this game seems more of a chess match. I mean, you, obviously the Jaguars have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. The Jets, I mean, with Todd Bowles also, you know, they're a very defensive-minded team as well. So it, it may look like another. I know last week there was a nine-six game. Yeah, I think it, I see the same thing. It may be another another chess match like that. Um, not not that interesting. Not that many uh, fantasy uh, points on either side. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So who is your sleeper for this week? Who you got as a sleeper? All right, my sleeper is probably the boldest pick I made. I'm sitting Fitzpatrick this week. You know, I I'm I'm loyal to my picks. 
I'm loyal to what I say. So I'm playing Baker Mayfield. I picked him up on the waiver. No one had him, and I swooped him up, man. He's up against the 0-3 Raiders. And these Raiders are 0-3 for a reason, man. They're lazy. They allow 375 yards per game, 27 um, points per game. I mean, this Raider defense lost without uh, Khalil Mack, man. And the Browns, they got their, they're got they coming off the first win in, uh, I don't even know how much years, a couple years, 637, yeah. yeah, 632 days-ish, give or take. I mean, they got the best record in, they ever had one, one, and one. And I see them improving to two, one, and one because then, like, this Raider defense, there's this tweet I have. I will retweet it. Um, and attach it to this 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 um, podcast. Um, Bruce Irving, man. I was talking to one of my Raider uh, fan. You know, he's a Raider fan. We talked about. It, and he said Bruce Irving's. You know, fill in those shoes. Bruce Irving off this play is two minutes. They needed to stop. Walk to a block. Touch. You know. You know. Patty cake with him for a second. Went to the guy. Touched him. I mean, it's just lazy. Like they're just lazy. I don't see him stopping the Browns. It's, it's weird me saying this. That's why I'm so hesitant. But the Browns are going to throw in some trick plays like they did last week. They're going to they're gonna find a way to get a win. Baker Mayfield's going to have a game. He threw for 201 yards in the comeback win in one quarter or one half. Imagine what he could do in two. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and that's crazy to, to think. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've told this and I tweeted this as well. Like, I'm excited to look to 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 watch Browns games, and I've yeah. never thought never thought I would ever say that in my life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and it's like Baker Mayfield; he just has so much swagger, man. Oh like, God, man, this guy just, is a baller. Just the, yeah, just the confidence and just the way like he carries himself. I'm like, yo, I I I I I, I fuck with this dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this dude, this dude's dope. Like, so I, I like feel, it. I feel like he's Go. gonna he could win. On the field, and he also went on the dance floor, man. Have you seen his moves, man? Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, could yeah. dance. I was like, yeah, yeah, he, he got down. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. He he gets down. He has a swagger, and then and then just like the the, the Raiders on this side, man. Like, let go of Khalil Mack. I don't know. I mean, hopefully that it may we talk come about back it every week. Hot, John, yeah. John Gruden, yeah. We talk about it every week, man, and I think I'm gonna talk about it every single week because the Raiders are, you know, they're gonna be that team this year. <laughs> it's unfortunate because a lot of people were looking to, and a lot, to, I know a uh, lot of Raider fans. So we're like, we got John Gruden back. But anyways, let's move on to running back. Who's a must start this week? Who do you got? Right. Start him. A must start is a uh, I got Ezekiel Elliott. Man, he he he's been doing a low key pretty good job yeah, this ta- year. You know, talk to me about that. Talk to me about that. Not that many set- people would. Yeah, uh, because I have a lot of Cowboy um, fan friends to so, like. They're always telling me, like, man, this season, da-da-da. But I'm like, well, you got to look on the bright side. The Cowboys are seventh in the league with 102 yards per game. And Zeke is averaging five yards per carry and 90, 91 yards per game. That's pretty good for three games, you know what I'm saying? And, and they're up against the Lions that are dead last in run defense. Like, dead last. They, I believe, average 132 yards, which is funny because that's how much they – Cowboys average. They're averaging – they're allowing 132 yards rushing per game. So, I think – you no, know, the cow, Cowboys are kind of like a train wreck. They always have been, you know, ever since, uh, you know, they got no tight end. They got no kicker. They got no uh, no quarterback. I'm well, um, well, they have Dak. But if Dak could not throw picks, get, get some passes going, you know, the tight ends is a big mess. You know, got they got, you know, Cole Beasley and, you know, other wide receivers. If they get that going and they get the run established, I know they'll get the run established. I think Zeke is going gonna, is gonna to get how much they average, maybe 132 over a buck. 
and maybe a couple touchdowns. And I see him, you know, being the Lions. So I, I, I see. It. I like the Cowboys in this matchup. Yeah, and they just and then Zeke just broke off, uh, just finally broke a hundred yards rushing for the year last week. Against, yes, uh, he did against the Seahawks. He had one hundred twenty-seven, uh, which is good because it looked like a it was like a kind of like a slow start. Um, yeah, for 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 Zeke, you know, because um, like last year, all the you know he was off, he was playing a game and then off a game, playing off a game. But now yeah. he's playing a full season. No, nothing. So I, I feel like he can concentrate just on running the football, and I, I feel like he's gonna have a great game. All right, Tom. All right. So who do you who is a must sit this week? Who are you sit? A, a must sit is um. Well, the 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 Philadelphia Eagles running backs are um injured, questionable. There's Darren Sproles and uh, JJ, who I have for sitting this week, are both questionable this this week. So he didn't play last week against the Titans, but. He is showing that he he is gonna play this game, and if you do, I just wouldn't play. I mean, Corey Clemens is, is leading the team at 112 yards. Ajayi is with only 84. Ajayi does have more touchdowns. You know, he's more of the bigger you know goal line, just bust through the line and get a and get a touchdown. But I just don't see Ajayi, um, you know, outweighing the risk of him even starting one and two. I think Corey Clemens is gonna take the helm of the workload, smaller guy, could play in the pass game and the run game. So I think Ajayi is just not a good go, not a good not a Yeah, good start. They're, 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 it's tough when you got a lot of different options in that backfield as well. So, yeah. Cool. So who is your, who is your sleeper for this week? All right, my sleeper this week is uh, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, Bernard is getting the workload due to uh, the second week without Joe Mixon. And um, – Joe Mixon, you know, you've seen him week one against the Ravens. He balled out. He's a, he's a baller, but he's currently out right now. So but Bernard is going to take the helm. He's only averaging 61 yards per game. And, but I see him um, rushing for 80-plus, a couple touchdowns to a Falcons defense. That's allowing 167 yards, all-purpose yards to running backs alone, just to running backs. Wow. So I see Bernard in the passing and running game. It's going to be fantasy out He's actually my flex this week. So, like I said, I'm loyal to my picks. I'm playing him as my flex. This week, and I think he's going to do good. Um, if he does, you know, it's beneficial to me. It's beneficial to you guys if you guys play him at the flex. I like him. I like the mm-hmm. matchup. I like it. And I like that, too, because, I mean, uh, Blake, I mean, Blake was going to have big photos. Um, Andy Dalton could dump the, dump the ball off to him. Oh, yeah. And Andy Dalton got his rhythm back, too, you know. So, I think he could he could sneak in a couple uh, receiving and rushing touchdown, rushing over 80 yards. That's my prediction for that. I like it. I like it. So let's move on to wide receiver. Who is who is a stardom? Who's a must start this week? All right, my starting receiver is gonna be. I picked him up actually, and he is my starting wide receiver. Like I said, I'm loyal. Mike Williams, man, he had a game. I actually went to the game last week, and the atmosphere. Um, just want to talk about that a little bit. It's a, I was at the Rams, the Coliseum, man. The atmosphere was fun, man. It's weird. It's it's kind of weird there. I never been to a football game, but it's just crazy. And Mike Williams. Had a game. He balled out seven reception, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. And both those touchdowns were on diving catches. The first one was a 42-yarder. I talked to him. I talked about this in my um, my recap, Charger recap on um, last podcast. But man, he just he was down for a second too. He he. I don't know if he lost his breath, but I think he's going to be good. Uh, he he's stepping up to receiver one, Keenan Allen. I know is the number one receiver on the Chargers, but I. He didn't have much yards as Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams is stepping up. He's filling in those shoes that the Chargers need. Our our second receiver, Terrell, uh, Terrell Williams. You know he he ain't really 
being a player he was last year. So I feel like Mike Williams is stepping up as a two and maybe even the one number one option for Phillip Rivers. So, I mean, and the 49ers defense is allowing 287 yards per game. So I think Rivers is going to go a third game without throwing a pick. And I think he's going to have a touchdown or two, Mike Williams. So I'm playing him as, as my receiver. And, and Richard Sherman. So like, uh, and Richard Sherman is also out. Oh yeah, well. Richard Sherman is out, huh? And you guys like, and yeah. the Chargers play at home. So there's a lot there's a lot of and stuff. Play at home. There's a lot of stuff working there. I like it. I really, yes. I really so do I, like I, it. And uh Garoppolo's out, so yep. gonna, I think the defense is gonna cause turnover, so we're gonna have more looks for Mike Williams, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely like that. Who's a who's a must sit on the receiver? Okay, this is my this this is the first time I'm doing this, but I think you should sit all of Detroit's wide receivers, <laughs> all of them. I just put just all of them, just sit them all. Mm-hmm. Even though they they they're throwing up big numbers like Marvin Jones, Galloway, um, what's the other guy? I can't remember his name right now. But I mean Stanford, he's he's a boss, and they 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 led the win over the Patriots last week, if I'm correct. And like he's a baller, you know, but. The Cowboys, it's weird to say this too, because the Cowboys are top five in receiving in um allowing uh receiving yards allowed. Only they're 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 allowing less than two hundred yards per game. A hundred they're 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 averaging hundred and eighty two yards per game through the air defensively wise. They don't have any any interceptions, so this is almost kind of like a like a risk almost too. <laughs> but the Cowboys have no interceptions this week. But I see him picking them off. I, I just have a feeling that the Lions are just not going to do good this game. I don't know why the Cowboys are going to run over them and the Cowboys are going to cause turnovers, which is weird because Cowboys are really not known for defense in these last couple of years. But the Cowboys are, are not, not letting a lot of receiving yards. So I think they're going to get at least two picks on Stafford and it's going to be beneficial fantasy-wise. It, it, it's a, that's a bold pick because I, when I was writing it, I was kind of like, what am I doing? But... Yeah, Lions wide receivers. I'm confident. Just sit them all. all of them. Sit them all. Okay, that, that is the bold. That is the bold called sit all the Lions receivers. Yeah, and just sit them all, man. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll definitely have to check with you next week and see how you did yeah. on that one. I'm a little nervous about that one, but <laughs> I, I, I just I just don't. I think the Cowboys are gonna gonna have a game this week. So I like it. Who's who's your sleeper for the week? Oh, my sleeper is Kenny Stills, man. The the Dolphins and this this year is weird. I don't think I ever said this. The, the Dolphins are undefeated, and I know and I that's so weird. That. that is so weird. Go ahead. I had to, I had to double check that because they're three and zero. I mean, I know it's three games in and they're undefeated, but they're undefeated, and they're the first time they're above two games over the Patriots was two thousand two. So that's how you know the the Patriots are doing something wrong and the Dolphins are doing something right. Mm-hmm. So, and I know Devontae Parker's coming back off a finger injury. And he's the number one go-to guy, but I see Kenny Stills at fast slot, big play potential. That's the only thing I really see from him. I don't really see receptions from him. I see him with like two receptions, 80 yards, like big plays and a touchdown. I feel like if you want to risk it, you know, because I I feel like the Pats, you know, they're they're third in the division. So I feel like, you know, their pass defense is not that great. So Kenny Stills. Big play potential, maybe a touchdown or two can can vulture it off of Devontae Parker. I see the Dolphins moving up four and zero. I never thought I would say this four and zero leading the AFC East over the Patriots. 
That's interesting. Rival man. Patriots. That's yeah, interesting. they're versus the Patriots this week. Yeah, they're yeah. facing the Patriots, and I think they're and those games are always good. They're and always the Dolphins good. always find a way to, to win. It's so weird. Yeah, they do. Patriots will win every game and then lose <laughs> the Dolphins they, twice. They always, it's, yeah, they always do like every year. They for whatever reason, you're right about that. It, it's really weird because like, it's funny because one of my good friends, um, he's a Dolphin fan, and I'm like, why are you a Dolphin fan? And then we go watch them. I'm like, oh, they're going to get slaughtered by the Patriots. And then he wins. And then he's the only Dolphin fan at Buffalo Wild Wings. And everybody's, like, praising him. I'm like, what? No, like, I'm just gassing him up. I shouldn't stop. I should stop taking him everywhere, you know? Yeah. Like, but, yeah, he's a Dolphin fan. It's weird. It's weird. But, I mean, they're doing something right. They're undefeated. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see how long that lasts. Hopefully, uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think they may regress. I'm not trying to shut down any uh, Dolphin fans. But, you know. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, sometimes, you know, there's going to become yeah, a regression period. Yeah, but I like how they are right now, man. They're shining. They're yeah, living yeah. life. No, They're hey, doing it. So. Celebrate it if you're Dolphin fans. Yeah. All right, so moving on to defense here. We don't really do tight ends too much. So we're going to skip yeah. over tight ends, and we're going to go straight to defense. Who's a must-start for this weekend? A must-start this, this week. I got the Seahawks, man. They're, the Seahawks always being known for a good defense, but they're up against the uh, Arizona Cardinals this week. And I know I pick on them a lot, but the – the Seahawks defense is a top team with a seven a seven interceptions this week, and one of them is to I think two or one is to Shacklin uh, Shacklin Griffin, the the fourth round the seven round pick out of uh, the guy with the one one hand. Oh yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah the one yeah, yeah he he got he, one. He's, yeah he, he I believe he has one of those seven picks, wow. and that's crazy because that if that don't motivate you in your life, then I don't know what does. This guy has one hand mm-hmm. and has an interception that is crazy that defense he got his tw- his twin brother i believe has an interception too but that defense is solid this year and um the cardinals are finally giving josh rosen a chance and they're going to give him a start last week i know he came in and he threw his first pick within seven attempts so kind of a rocky start and his first start is against the seahawks i mean i like josh rosen coming from ucla you know I have a lot. Um, I have a coworker that's a big UC, uh, UCLA fan, and she was real happy that Josh Rosen started. But I told her, I'm like, well, she's he, he's up against the Seahawks defense, had yeah. seven interceptions this week or this season. So I, I want Josh Rosen to do Josh, Josh Rosen to do good. He's the face of the franchise. You know, Sam Bradford. I don't know what you know. We talked about him earlier in these these podcasts. I don't know what's he he's hit and miss. I don't yeah, know why yeah, they yeah. for him. But Josh Josh Rosen, man, I I don't think he's gonna do this week. Maybe later in the season, watch him progress. But the Seahawks are going to have a play date with them. I think they're going to toss them around. And I think the Seahawks are just going to be a real good defensive team. Yeah, so. no, and I like that. And I like that, I like that the Cardinals are finally uh, giving them the start. I mean, they need to, obviously, the season. Yeah. They're not, they need season, something new. They, yeah, this season's not going the way as anything any Cardinals fans planned. But I don't think they had anything else. And it's fortunate for the legend Larry Fitzgerald over there. Yeah, but, we talked about him. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, no worries. So we'll, who's a who's a must set a defense this week? Okay, so I talked about starting Matt Ryan on the Falcons, but I'm talking about sitting their defense, man. They're the Bengals are um, averaging 360 yards per game, and even though see this is where like you you, you don't want to listen to me, but Andrew Dalton threw four picks last week last game. I see him bouncing back. I, I, that Falcon defense they're allowing a lot of yards. I see Dalton throwing for 300 plus and three touchdowns, no picks. And the and the Bengals are going to establish the run, like I said, with Bernard. I think he, they're going to establish the run with him, and they're going to get the passing going. And I think it's going to be too much. The Falcons, I mean, every game there is a shootout, and the Saints combined for Saints and the Falcons combined for over sixty points. Like 
they allow a lot of points. Yeah. So I think the Bengals are going to sneak sneak in there, get the get the touchdown, and Andy Dalton is going to have a good game. Hopefully throw no picks. But I don't think the Falcon, fantasy-wise, is good. It's, it's, starting them is not going to be a good start. So. I don't no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you with that. I just I mean just seeing the last game. Um Yeah, the, yeah, they just allow a lot of stuff going yeah, by. And, so. and Andy Dalton can definitely throw the ball up there. So who uh we'll we'll just gonna wrap things up for the last um starting or starting with pick 'em selection. Who is your sleeper defense? Okay. So it's kinda like my sins. I was talking about Baker Mayfield on the offense. I'm talking about starting them on defense too, man. Like I, I know I pick on the Raiders a lot, and you might see that I'm a Chargers so fan. So you're doubling on. down on the Browns? I du- I'm doubling down on the Browns here. And I'm, <laughs> I'm actually I'm, – I'm, it's like I said, I'm loyal to my picks. I am playing Cleveland defense. Wow. I have, this, I have the Chicago defense. I currently have the Chicago defense. I am playing, I'm playing Cleveland this week. I'm, I'm double down on Cleveland. They, you know, with Derek Carr and Beast Mode, you think that their offense is, is I. But they can't stop nothing on the defense, man. And they're 0-3 for a reason, like I said. They're both struggling on offense, defense. You know, Derek Carr don't know, is not clutch. He throws picks at the worst times. I know all this because my Raider fans, there's a coworker I have. He, he tells me about it all the time. So this is where I'm, I'm – uh, he's telling me. This is, he, I'm, I'm hearing it from the core, from the fans, you know. Yeah. Like, they're frustrated, man. They're frustrated. And I'm happy they're 0-3, but, you know, 0-3 under <laughs> – under the the hundred million dollar man, John, like yeah, yeah, John Gruden. Is, I think yeah, honestly, we we uh, I should have said this earlier when we were talking about them, but I think they're living in the past. I feel like they they, they get the nostalgia from you know Gruden, you know when they went to the Super Bowl and oh one, even though they got blown out by the Buccaneers. I, I they're just living in the past, and that's what Raider fans tend to do. So, yeah. and I'm not bagging on them. That's just what they are, but. <laughs> I mean, Derek Carr is almost throwing for a thousand yards so far. He also has a lot of picks, but I mean, the Browns' defense are one and one and one. So I mean, that's not the prettiest record, but no, but they got they they got the momentum. They got, they got Baker Mayfield. They got Baker Mayfield. That, that, Carlos that Hyde. Thursday night football. Yeah, Carlos Hyde. Just that defense is for real. Yeah, too, they got Miles Garrett. I love Miles Garrett. That dude's a monster. Yeah, that guy's that guy's huge. yeah. That dude's a monster. <laughs> and they get picks too, man. They, I mean. The Browns' defense is better than the Cowboys' defense. The Browns' defense is better than a lot of defenses this year. So, I like them doubling down on the Browns. Doubling down on the Browns. That's my – That's my. I'm going to pin that tweet. I'm going to tweet that. Double down on I the like Browns. that. I like that. And that's why, that's why we have you on here. You, I love you making those bold, bold calls, man. and I like it. And we're going to – We're going to – We're going we're gonna to – Yeah, hold me to it. it. Please. And <laughs> – and. Cool, cool. So first time ever, we're going to do uh, the listener questions. So we got about four different listener questions. Uh, the way it's going to work, I'm going to ask you the listener questions. And, David, you're, you're just going to respond either yes or no or who I pick or, or who would you decide or what's the best advice. Yep, yep. Make yep. sense? All right. Here we go. The so first listener question is, who's a better start at running back? James Conner or David Johnson? All right, here we go. This is actually from one of my good friends, Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. He's actually 3-0 in his uh, fantasy league. And it's funny because he thanks me. He thanks me. He calls me every week. He's like, hey, man, I played your picks. Thanks, man. So so he, he wanted to thank me for being 3-0. So I'm going to try and make him 4-0 this week. So he told me he has James it. Conner and David Johnson. He actually traded David Johnson earlier. And I just, like I said, with the, with the Cardinals, I just don't see him – Producing, I mean, Josh Rosen is is going to get pressured, I believe, and I don't think they get that run game out. Johnson's not really doing that well. 
you know, even though he's coming off the ACL, and I really want him to do well this year, you know, come and bounce back because I remember he got injured on the first carry or it's first carry of last season. So, and James Conner, he's a baller, man. He rookie this guy. I just I, I'm playing James Conner as my two running back. So Andrew, if I was you, I'll play James Conner over David Johnson. I just don't see David Johnson. I think you should trade away David Johnson if you can, but if you can't keep him, maybe see a better matchup later in the season. But I'll pick James Conner over David Johnson. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and it's unfortunate with everything. Just everybody in the yeah, man, is not doing I so well. So bad for let's yeah, there's so much time. All right, so next, so we got a trade. Would you trade Todd Gurley plus Broncos D for Kamara and and Bears D? You know the funny thing is this is this is my question to everyone. Um, one of my one of my boys, one the Raider fan actually, my boy Anthony. Um, mm-hmm. he told me he's like, "What do you want for Kamara? He wants the Bears D and Kamara." And I was just like, all right, let me look at his team. He got Todd Gurley. And I remember all week, he's like, I ain't trained Todd Gurley. I ain't trained Todd Gurley. I talked him, <laughs> I talked him to it. I was like, you know what? I'll throw in the Bears, Dean, Kamara, and give me that. So, honestly, if, if this was not for me, um, it's, it's, it's kind of an even trade. You know, Todd Gurley is a stud. So, you pulled on. That's not an even trade. You pulled that off? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I actually, I'm, <laughs> that's, not, that's not an even I, trade. I believe – the Todd Bears Gurley defense. Bears defense. Hey, whoever, whoever David's friend is, yo, man, he's giving you advice, but he's also, he's. Also- <laughs> I feel like okay, Kamara's a baller. Kamara's a baller. I, I don't think yeah. I finesse him too much because I'm giving up Kamara, <laughs> even though Todd Gurley is better than Kamara. But the Bears oh, D is outweighing the Broncos Kamara, D. Kamara is good. Todd Gurley is a great. He's a superstar. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference. That is a big one's difference. a superstar, and one's one's not. <laughs> but but he, but to your friend, Camaro can put up. He 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 does put. And Mark Ingram there. is still out, so Camaro got the workload. And the Bears D, which I currently traded, that's why I'm playing the Cleveland D. Um, yeah, I mm-hmm. I am gonna make this trade. Um, just just on your reaction, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna make this trade. Oh, you got yeah, to. but um, I think I, I think he's gonna want to swing the pot and want me to add another player, but. With this trade right here, if I was you, I probably wouldn't make this trade. But I do like the Bears D, though, and they put up numbers. They put up um, – they average about, like, 16 points fantasy. That's, like, another football player. That's, like, another flex, you know. So, the D yeah. puts up numbers. So, this is uh, – eh, trade. But, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. Whoever, whoever, whoever's David's friend, you're getting jaded. Yeah. We'll move on to the next we'll get question. Jaded, <laughs> hopefully you don't hear this part of it. But, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, making this Hopefully trade. you listen to it after the trade. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So someone asked, I had Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, he's out. He toys ACL. So who's a, who do you recommend as a good pickup for a season long? It, it's unfortunate that Jimmy, you know, Jimmy went down, man. Like, they paid the man. You know, he was doing great, you know, with that 49ers. I like the 49ers. I thought they were going to get at least a wild card. You know, but mm-hmm. if they're coming, they're coming back on that game too. They're, yeah, they they, they really back. were, and I really, I really like Jimmy B. But you know, you can't change the past. He's out for the season. So if if um, I just go with my sleeper pick, man. This is um, this is from my boy Maurice. He uh, he he's a worker with me. Um, I'm helping him out in his fantasy team. He's currently one and two right now, and he's seeking advice now. He had Jimmy B or Jimmy G, and he's like, "What should I do?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm talking about May uh, Mayfield. Just pick up Mayfield, man." I mean, he's a sleeper. He has a good matchup now. If you don't like him now, you can look at the waiver later and see who you got then. But I think Mayfield's a good matchup. He's probably not taken. Not a lot of people take risks like that. Usually um, teams have two quarterbacks, but he is unfortunate. My friend didn't get two uh, quarterbacks. He, he stacked up on running backs and receivers. 
So a little bit of a mistake there. But if if he picks up Mayfield, drop Jimmy G or put him even. Uh, oh no, I don't. I want to put him on the injury list. Just drop him completely. He's out for the season. So I I feel like yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, Mayfield sleeper pick of the week, and see hopefully like he gets that. a dub. Yeah, I like that. And he, I mean, he could definitely put up the numbers as well. So fi- so final uh, listener question here. We got Julian. Uh, is Julian Ed- Edelman still worth having on the roster? Um, I know he's coming off suspension. I believe next week he'll be active to play. But if you had him, if you had him this long, if you had him this long, uh, then um, I think you should just keep him. I mean, they're real short on receivers, even though they do got a Flash Gordon. Uh, let's see how it goes. I think week one, or um, well, his week one. I think he should come back. Um, when he comes back and see how he does. And he's going to get a little rusty, so it is kind of a risk if you want to play him. Having him on the roster, like if it's worth a roster spot prior or to a, a active player this week, I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of receivers that are a lot of good matchups. So maybe if you could uh, maybe give a trade, you know, to someone that really wants him. Or honestly, I probably I would probably drop him. I just, uh, even though that's Tom Brady's go-to man, but... I just see better receivers giving out more points than Julian Edelman sitting on the bench. I'd rather have a player that could give out actively than Julian Edelman not until next week. So I, exactly, yeah. So exactly. I mean, if you, I feel like if you already, if you have him up to this week, I think he's only sitting out one more. Might as well just keep him. In my opinion, if you've already held on to him yeah. this long, he's gonna be a little rusty. But his first game back, yeah, he's gonna be a little bit rusty. But um, yeah, I mean, he's he runs those quick slants. He typically gets what. Averages like 10, 20 receptions from Tom Brady, yeah. um, which is crazy when he, when he comes back. Um, but, yeah, so that's going to wrap things up here, you know, for the stardom and um, sit-em picks here and also the sleeper. Uh, David, let the people know where they can follow you on the Twitter machine. Oh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at SportsGuyDavid, at SportsGuyDavid. Just like that, spelled just like that, SportsGuyDavid. If you guys have any questions. Um, we're doing this questionnaire now, um, every podcast, I believe. So if you have any questions, fantasy, or even if you just have a question about anything, you know, I'm here. Let's debate. Let's 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 argue. Let's do something, man. I like Twitter. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, and you can also catch uh, David's articles at fantasysportscave.com. Uh, you know, he writes uh, Chargers content as well. You know, does a fantasy, and also listens to the podcast is streamed through uh, Spotify, Apple. I mean, we're at 10 different platforms. If you like the podcast, please share with people. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, for David, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. I'm out. <laughs>